Well, let's talk about Iran and let's talk about a couple of issues in regard to Iran. One is the strategic response to attack, should Iran be attacked, and that has changed. And the other is the, the issue of COVID-19, coronavirus. And we'll just do this back to front and start with COVID-19 because it's an interesting one. Iran has underreported its death figures from COVID-19, but then so has the whole world. I mean, look at Britain. Britain doesn't record its death figures from COVID-19 accurately. It just records the deaths in hospitals. And those are colossal. And why are they not reflecting the truth? Because we don't record deaths in care homes. We don't record deaths in the community. And if you did, then the figures for the United Kingdom would be even worse. Uh, of course, what really matters is the trend, the exponential trend. Uh, that's what the experts say. And on that basis, um, the United States of America has the worst situation in the world. Although in deaths per million, it's Spain has the worst. But Iran is one of the top half dozen countries in the world for deaths from coronavirus. And it's had a hard, hard, hard time. And there may be many reasons for that. Maybe Iran has very close links, trading links with China. Maybe a lot of Chinese coming in and out. That could be an issue. I have no idea. China obviously has underreported massively its own cases of COVID-19. Indeed, it, uh, it hid itself from UN inspections and so on in the early days of the disease, of the plague. Iran has an awful situation. And the world won't allow medical supplies to go to Iran. There are banking sanctions on Iran, placed on Iran by the United States of America. There are some mechanisms to bypass these. There are some mechanisms to put bypass this, uh, this whole business for medical supplies put in place by the European Union. But they're not effective. They're not adequate. They're not sufficient. And so the sanctions are in place. And unless we get United States to give an exemption to Iran with regard to medical supplies, then Iran will go on suffering unneedlessly, and Iranians will go on dying needlessly from COVID-19. It is a very severe problem, and America's facing it. So why, and why not a little compassion on the part of America? Or perhaps America's not so good at that when it comes to people like the Iranians. The old Arab proverb, my toothache is worse than a hundred dead in Jerusalem. My toothache is worse than a hundred dead in Jerusalem. We're not really that concerned about what goes on in Iran and whether we have medical sanctions that are killing Iranians. That's one thing and I would dearly love a new approach with regard to Iran in that regard. I think that the United States should appoint a special envoy for Iran and give that envoy plenary powers. And if the envoy failed to function adequately, then President Trump could sack him or her, just like in the, just like an episode of The Office. Anyway, that's my opinion. That said, what do we need in regard to other matters in Iran. Well, we need to reappraise the way Iran is working because Iran continually reappraises its approach to the international community. It is 
reminding ourselves it is the major power in the Middle East now, at least according to IISS, the International Institute of Strategic Studies, places Iran as the most influential and powerful nation in the Middle East, above Saudi Arabia. Um, last time I looked, anyway, or maybe I, in, their, in their ranking of powers, uh, with good reason, because Iran punches above its weight, Iran has influence. Look at Iran in Iraq now. They, we couldn't have. We, it looks like there's a good chance that this guy Mustafa um, is going to manage as the new prime minister of Iraq. But if Mustafa does it, then he'll do it because he gets Iranian approval to do so, to, to take on this task. So the point is Iran has changed its policy with regard to strategic response to international attack following the death of Qasem Soleimani. And I think people need to be aware of this. You are aware of the previous policy, and it stood up. So if stood up until the assassination of Qasem Soleimani by the United States of America, when Iran was under threat of attack, the supreme leader had passed the decision as to what to do to the head of the Revolutionary Guard, and the head of the Revolutionary Guard had made the decision and had communicated the decision internationally that uh, Iran would respond within one minute if attacked by missiles and it would respond with an attack on Israel. And that is perhaps why the Israeli generals have always been so strongly against an attack on Iran, a unilateral attack, a preemptive strike of the kind that Netanyahu would have favored. And this is, of course, well, I don't know about mutually assured destruction, but it means that if Iran is attacked, then Iran throws everything it has. And remember, everything it has includes Hezbollah at Israel. And in 2006, you remember how severely damaged Israel was by um, a few Hezbollah rockets coming across the border. The threat was there. The threat is there, has been there against Israel. And it's very interesting because... The Iranian response was that it communicated privately to the world was that whomever attacked Iran with a missile strike on Iranian soil, the counterattack would be against Israel regardless. So if the U.S. attacked uh, in Iran, then, then an immediate strike would be launched against Israel. Because, because you can't reach the U.S., but you can reach its ally, Israel. I've heard uh, Israelis say, well, you know, they wouldn't do that. We'd respond a hundredfold. It doesn't matter. The response is not the issue. The, this would be their response to an attack, and that was how it was flagged up. And it's not me saying this, it's them saying this, or it's what they have said discreetly and repeatedly. So this was and is a very effective way of protecting Iran from a major attack. I mean, if you attacked Iran, you'd have to take out every missile site and do it really well, or you would risk this response. And you can't take out missile, Hezbollah missiles for a start. I mean, they, Israel tried in the 2006 war Hezbollah moved its missiles from place to place on the shoulders of gangs of men. They didn't use lorries. They, they were impossible to track the, uh, the movements of, 
of Hezbollah missiles in 2006. And uh, I know this because I've spoken to British spotters in the hills who were watching, uh, or a British spotter from the hills of Lebanon who was watching uh, Hezbollah in 2006. There was no way you could track the um, movement of missiles in uh, by Hezbollah and and therefore take out the missiles. It was a virtual possibility. So the situation now with far, far, far more Hezbollah missiles is worse. However, the point is that there is a major strategic shift in this policy. Israel is no longer the center of attention for Iran. And the assassination of Qasem Soleimani is responsible for this. So what's the strategic shift? The strategic shift now is that if Iran is attacked on its own soil, then it will attack the place from which it is attacked. So if, for example, a US base in Iraq strikes at Iran, then the counterattack will be there. If it's um, U.S. forces in the Emirates, um, counterattack will be from there, or in Doha, etc., etc., Saudi, etc., etc. They will strike back from where they've been hit. Israel is no longer the center of their universe as far as the big enemy number one is concerned. I think we have to thank President Trump for this. Um, obviously, the assassination of Qasem Soleimani had a profound effect, but it has, and it's interesting, you can see this. I mean, there were messages coming out from Iran that saying that the United Arab Emirates might be attacked if necessary, and you will have noticed those messages, and what a staggering thing to say, because the UAE is, is uh, trying to maintain rapprochement with Iran. Of course, the UAE, since what minute that came out, they sent delegations rushing to Tehran to try and soften things. Now, does this mean, let's say um, there was a strike from Kuwait against Iran, um, but from the U.S. base in Kuwait. Does that mean that the response uh, to such a strike would be against Kuwait as a whole, rather than uh, merely against the U.S. base? Now, that's where Iran has fudged things. It is not clear. I think it's deliberately not clear. Because why do they want it deliberately unclear? Because they want states like Kuwait to put pressure on the Americans to behave themselves. Because these are states with military bases in the region. with American U So you have American U.S. base in Kuwait, Qatar, um, obviously, various other places, Diego Garcia in Oman, um, in, uh, let me see, forget the name of the island now, what's wrong with me? Masira, is it? Anyway, in Oman, you have them undeclared in, in Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. I mean, the um, U.S. base is everywhere in the Gulf. It amazes me how the U.S. can support all of this, but it does. It has bases everywhere. So this is a kind of signal to, I guess, to Arab states to make sure that America behaves itself. And um, it is a kind of signal, I guess, to Israel that you are not 
um, public enemy number one anymore as far as Iran is concerned. You're not the center of our universe anymore. And what an interesting change. It's major in its way. You may regard it as important, but I do. I do. I think Israelis might too. They might sleep easier in their beds. So there you have it. The one issue we need to think about as an international community is to be kinder to Iran on medical supplies. And we need to be grateful that Israel is no longer the central focus for Iran's ire. And we need to be a little bit cautious about Iran's new approach and be aware of it and think and think about tomorrow and if we can have a tomorrow with less war it wouldn't be bad I do hope that Iran will continue to support the new prime minister in Iraq the United States of America is doing so and so is Britain indeed the whole international community seems to be wishing him well so there's something in which enemies agree. Let's hope he, he makes a go of it. And God bless you. Bye.